The episode you're about to hear, which centers around how PVO was created, was recorded prior to the senseless and horrific killing of our black brother George Floyd in Minneapolis, Minnesota on May 25th, and the ongoing protests that have rightfully followed. As this episode is being released during a tough time in our history, we are sensitive to the sadness, pain, and anger that this tragedy has provoked. We will certainly be uncovering and diving into the current state of our nation in the next episode. Till then, our hope is for the voices on the PVO podcast to always be a beacon of black excellence and positivity. Let this episode provide a safe mental break for our listeners as we mourn the losses of all our black brothers and sisters to racism and police brutality. We stand in solidarity with all those on the front lines protesting and fighting for black lives. Welcome to the PVO Podcast, the platform where we discuss it all. From culture to music to entertainment, sports, business, health, wellness, you name it. But within everything discussed, we think positive, and we find a silver lining, regardless of the situation. If it's not positive, we don't want it. We hate it. Get it out of here. No thanks. Positive vibes only. Yo, what's up, fellas? Good to see you guys again, man. The family's back. You? Yeah, I was looking forward to this episode, man. I was looking forward to this all week. You know, I was talking to people, uh, you know, because our first episode was about COVID. You know, naturally, people would expect that the first episode would be about positive vibes only and how the crew came together and all the events we've done so far. People want to hear some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. They want to hear about the arguments. <laughs> you know, but we're putting people some... love the drama, man. They want the drama. drama. You know, I was, I was talking to my cousin. He was like, yo, what's the PBO podcast going to be about? He's like, it's going to be... You know, is it going to be uh, one mic or Uchiwali? <laughs> Uchiwali, Wali, or is it one mic? You know? And I, and, I, and I told him, I'm like, man, it's going to be some one mic. He was like, nah, we don't want positive change. <laughs> but yeah, man, I mean, this this week has been, you know, a better week for me. You know, I think the past couple of weeks, I, I've had, like, ups and downs. I mean, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but I've had, like, some days where I was, you know, I felt like myself and I felt good. And I had some days where... You know, I was just like in a bit of a flunk, but I mean, this week has been a good week. Um, I woke up feeling real good today. It must be like a summer thing, cause like in New York right now, it's like 70 degrees outside in New York right now, you know? So it feels good to just step outside, you know, and feel that summer energy, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know how you guys feel. You know, Nas, you know, you're in New York too. I know yeah. you've been in LA, so you probably been feeling that, that good weather, you know, for a couple of months now. But, you know, Nas, I don't know if you feel that same type of energy you know, in New York right now. Hey, man, we're African. We're black, right? With chocolate. That, 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 we got melanin. That sun hit us different. You know what I'm saying? Like, when that sun hit us, it just, it just increases our mood, right? And, and, and that's a, there's a science behind that. So, yeah, I woke up feeling the same way. You know, um, last couple of weeks has been a roller coaster ride. But at the same time, I, you know, I always try to find a silver lining in everything. And we talked about that on the first episode. Um, so, yeah. You know, like, and, and, like, this is only our second episode, but it's kind of become, like, this safe haven, this solace, something that I look forward to, like, you know, um, at the beginning of the week. So, I'm like, damn, I think we got some. We got some, you know, yeah. so. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yeah. about it. I'm a, I'm a big weather person, too. Like, I, I need the sunshine. I need warm weather, you know. Yeah. For me, yeah. I have a rule with myself that I never complain 
uh, like when it gets too hot in New York. Mm. Because it's like, you could be not in New York, you can get too cold. Either it's going to be too cold or too hot. So I'm not going to sit there and complain all year round. Like I hate it. People, oh, it's too hot. It's too cold. <laughs> I'm going to just pick one. So when it gets cold, I'm like, man, I wish I would. To me, I'd rather have a 100 degree day than like a below zero day. Oh, that's you a fact. I mean, mm. yeah, one degree. I'd, be, I'd rather be scorching hot, you know. I like, I like it. Sit in the sun. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Enjoy yourself. Mm. I mean, I got, I got all y'all beat. Yeah, I know. Ain't no weather like Cali. You weather, got, the, you got the guns yeah. out too. Uh, I, I know the audience can't see it, but you got the guns out. Yeah. Yeah. For, for those of y'all who can't see right now, man, I got the guns out. It's a gun show. That's the problem, man. Cause Cali, bro, Cali always feels like a like summertime, fun time. Like December, yeah. January, February, it doesn't matter, man. It always feels like crazy weather out here. That's why people are crazy, man. That's why people in, in Cali, they never turn off. It's yeah. the season. What do the streets look like in Cali? Like people actually staying inside, or they like, nah, I need, I, I need to take advantage of this good weather. Nah, people are out. I mean, it depends though, because you know, Cali, we just got word. I want to say maybe what a week ago that our stay home thing was being extended for another couple of months. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's that, but at the same time, like, I mean, I, I go running almost every day. I'm running outside every day, and I feel yeah. like the last. Like, this last week, I've run into a lot more runners on the street. Oh, yeah. Like, people just are, are kind of fed up. Yeah, people are trying to be out. Yeah. For real. So, yeah, I feel like Cali, like, slowly, people are trying to, you know, trickle out a little bit. Even though, technically speaking, we're not supposed to just yet, but I, I feel the energy of people wanting to trickle out. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay, cool, man. So, let's let's dive into it. I, I meant to ask Walu really quick, man. What's, what's this new look you got going on, bro? I seen, I seen, I seen you posted on the gram the other day, man. You got a new look, new look for the called, summer. <laughs> that's called me literally sitting here, and I'm like, I'm just like this. I'm like, just kept going and going. I look, I was like, oh, <laughs> my joint is longer than I thought it was, man. It's called uh, no hairline, so. Yeah. <laughs> no hairline, cause you got the bed, cause you people can't see, so I'm gonna paint the picture. You know, Walu yeah. got the okay. beard. Exactly. You know, normally, first off, Walu's haircut is <laughs> normally impeccable. You know what I'm saying? Super, um, super crispy. Right now, super crispy. So right, he got the beard. You know, he got the bandana. Like, and, and I've seen the bandana a couple of times. I'm like, okay, this is a thing. It's just not a trend. You know. So I that's guess. just fire. You know, it, you know what's funny? Oh, my Jay Z album mode. <laughs> Jay Z you know what's album. Funny? Like, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the dynasty. You know, I'm low key. Like, the dynasty album. I low key be, I low key be following Walu to whatever barber he go to, man. Like, yeah, Walu nice. had this, Walu had this barber in Brooklyn. I seen Walu shape up one time. I'm like, yo, I need that. I saw yeah. him going all the way to, where was that, <laughs> downtown Brooklyn? I to get the through, cut? I follow him. Yeah, I follow yeah. him from when I lived in Brooklyn. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, dudes get, your barber gives you uh, one good cut, and you're going to stay mm -hmm. loyal. Like, to yeah. find him, I had to go through, like, <laughs> 10 trash barbers, because I was sick of, like, I had a dude that was decent, but I got sick of, like, going to barber to barber, like, like, he was one of the barbers, like, he'll give you a good cut halfway through. He'd be like, hold on, go outside, go holler at a chick. Yeah. Come back eating chicken wings, be on the phone. Be like, yo, hold on. He'll make an appointment with <laughs> exactly. you, not show up. And then, like, I couldn't, I mean, I was like, man, I got important events to go to. If I got an event tomorrow and I come in, you used to make an appointment with me and you're not there or you, right. you know, you tell him what yeah. you want at the beginning and then he'll just get halfway through, just does what he wants to do. And I was like, man, I was like, I'm going to give myself a trial period. I'm going to just yeah. go. To try out different barbers, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I don't got nowhere important to go. And it, it's funny, my fault, T, real quick. It's funny because, like, 
when Walu recommended that barber to you, you came to me with the information like like you had like you had some work. Like you was like, yo, Nas, like I found this new barber, you know? And he's yeah, legit. Like a hot stock. Exactly. Even when like, Walu recommended him. Son, that barber in Brooklyn all of a sudden disappeared. I mean, like, just wasn't at the shop no more. I think he went back to Trinidad. I don't know what happened. People yeah, yeah, yeah. were after he, him. I don't know what happened. But he, he, was international he fell off the face man. of the planet. And then, you know, I seen Walu another time. I think it was uh, in PBO, New York. I seen Walu. Because I kept asking Walu, like, yo, you heard from your barber in Brooklyn? He's like, nah, nah, nah. So then, so then I seen Walu at PBO, New York last summer. And I see his hairline. I'm like, fresh yo, bro, who? who? So he was like, yo, I got somebody in Harlem down this chick. I'm like, a chick? He was like, yo, a chick. He's like, yo, a chick did that. I'm like, yo, I need that. And her name, her name is Key. I'm like, yo, Key did that? You got the keys for me? So you got the keys. I went to uh I went to go see her in Harlem. She does appointments and all that, but she charges like a lot of bread, but it's worth it though. So like I went there for the first time before my sister's wedding and like she hooked me up so well. So like I go to her now. So I just be following Walu wherever he go. I'm gonna let Walu <laughs> He tried, he tried out, and I'm saying he go through that, so hopefully I don't gotta go through that. <laughs> yeah, man, that, that, them prices going up though. You, you gotta pay. I, I realized I was like, man, listen, this is your look, this is your, it's your brand. Like, you know, we be spoiled a lot of times. People don't want to pay uh, good money, but I'm like, listen, consistency. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just gotta chalk it, man. Yeah, yeah man. absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, man, so let's get into it, man. It's, it's crazy because, you know, PVO is uh, two years old now, a little over two years old now. You know, we, we first party was uh, in March of 2018. And, um, you know, it's interesting, man, because a lot of people think we're older, you know, and two, I think we've been around for a long time. Um, that's one misconception people have. And then... Um, Another another interesting thing about PVO is, you know, a lot of people don't even know like how we came together. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. so I think uh, you know we should we should go ahead and take this opportunity yep. to to let people know, you know, how we started. Um, and I don't want the you know the textbook response that we've had to give, you know, <laughs> over the past two years when yeah, people yeah, ask yeah. us, you know, how did it start? We tell the same story. Like I want people to keep it. You know, it was real and raw and like, you know, how you felt about it, you know, in the budget. Because I don't even think we ever, like, four of us actually sat down to really just talk about, like, mm. you know, the feeling we got, you know, when we first put PVO together, um, the first event that we had of PVO, the events after that, you know, yeah. the, the the vision that each of us individually have. I mean, of course, you know, we've talked about what we want to do together, but, you know, we all have different dreams and aspirations for PVO. And the cool thing about it is, like, we're all so supportive of it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, Nas, you want to do this? It's like, yo, let's do that. You know, Dal, you want to do this? Let's do that. I want to do that. While Lou, you think about this? You know, we, we support yeah. that. Let's do it. But let's take him back, though, to, yeah, to 2017, man. <laughs> and, and Dal, I want you to, because I feel like me and Nas, we've talked about this, mm-hmm. um, you know, a, a good amount. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know. Maybe we've just been in different settings. You know, me and Nas, we've both been in New York together, right. you know, moving around. So we've, we've had a conversation with a lot of people about PBO. Mm-hmm. So, Dari, I want you to, you know, take us back to, you know, December 
2017, mm. you know, when we first had that sit down, mm -hmm. you know, take us back there. Mm -hmm. And like yeah, that. all I know is, all I know is, I'm in New York, you know, filming Shades of Blue. I'm chilling. I'm, I'm, I'm transitioning to a new city. You know, so we were out a lot that that summer and leading into that winter. I know we would, you know, go around town. We go to different events here and there. And I don't know if it's just because we we like when events have great attention to detail, but I remember like we would go to different events and we would always have conversations about, ooh, like I like how this is being run. Ooh, like this situation is nice. Like look at the tra like the transition from when guests come to an event at the door, how you go in, how you get checked with your names. I remember like, cheap, we would go to Nike events. If you remember, we went to a bunch of yeah. Nike events. Mm -hmm. And um, and just like yeah, you how- You hooking me up in mad, mad Nike gear too, man. <laughs> shout, out, <laughs> shout out to Nike for real, man. Um, they show mad love. But like, I, we just will always talk about how, yo, look how Nike's doing this incredible events. Like, look at how they got people in here celebrating their brand. And like the feeling, like when you just talk Nike, that feeling that you get, you know? And like how we would get pissed off when we go to other events and it just was like, clearly a cash grab, right? They're just throwing something. There's no real heart, no real ethos behind or whatever. And then around that time, yeah. I remember we had gone somewhere. I don't know where it was. We had gone somewhere. And I don't know, I don't know if Nas, I don't know if you were in the mood, bro. But Nas was like, oh, Nas was like, yo, <laughs> we three good looking niggas. You know what I'm saying? We oh, too smart. We got, we got, you said this. I swear to God, I don't know if you remember. And you were like, <laughs> we three good looking <laughs> niggas. We three smart niggas. Like, we, we need to do something together. We need to be doing something together. Yeah. So we talked about it. We gassed it, whatever. And then later on, Either you called me or she called me. Somebody texted me. Was like, "Yo, we're gonna meet at a whiskey bar mm. down, downtown. Everybody come with some mm. ideas, and we're not leaving this bar till we come up with an idea that, of something that we could all do together." You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no, bar. there's no reason why we should meet up and just be putting money in other people's pockets. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we should, we should, we should be the ones selling something. You know what I'm saying? So. We, 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 we all like sat in our cribs. I don't know what the situation was, but we all came to that meeting with a bunch of ideas. I know I did. I had some different ideas of things that I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and, it, and it felt like Nas was calling, calling niggas into the principal's office. Cause we, we got into the meeting, we ordered some whiskey, some fucking expensive whiskey for real. That shit was yeah, like yeah, fifty dollars a glass or some bullshit. And that's we yeah, shout out to the shout out to the shout out to the Brandy Library. The Brandy Library, right. That's a, right right there in Tribeca. That's right. And we walked in, we sat down and Nas was like, yo, so we're gonna call it positive vibes only. I said, Whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, no, what? Yeah, yeah, is it? And I remember when I when, <laughs> when I heard that, it just felt so it felt like such an organic name. He was like, I don't know what we're gonna do or what kind of platform is gonna yeah. be on, but whatever it is that we do is gonna be called positive vibes only. And then yeah. and then we just started having a conversation of what does this mean? What does positive vibes mean to you? Like what kind of what is that? What image does that conjure up in your mind, you know? And I was like, yo, it just feels like black excellence to me. And I remember I sent you guys mm. a video of a Diddy New Year party from like... Ooh, yeah, we, 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 the game. We, we, watched that a, we watched that a lot of times. Yeah, we used to watch year, that a lot of times. I don't know if you remember times. that. Like, yeah. Like, we saw it a few times. Um, but hold on, press, let's press pause over there for a quick right. second. Nars, yeah. I want you to tell me, you know, how that night played out right. for you. Right, because that's how it played out for me. Not, <laughs> yeah, so that infamous night was special. Uh, I just I, I just remember getting a phone call from Chi saying, like, yo, we all got to get up. You know, we, we have to have a meeting of the minds. You know, everybody got to come with at least three ideas, you know, where we could come together and do something collectively to, like, 
push the culture forward or change the world or, you know, something along those lines. And I'm like, damn, it hit me differently because I've been kind of waiting on, you know, something like that, right? Because like, if for me, PVO is special in a different type of way because I've been utilizing it, you know, a couple of years prior to the first event. And I was using it as a mantra, honestly, like something that I would say over and over and over again to like think positive. Because at the time, you know, I was in a place where I had a lot of negative thoughts, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, um, actually it got to a point where I went and had to seek counseling. You know, I had to go and talk to somebody, you know? So it, it, it's funny, like, and, and that's why I'm so big on mental health, right? Especially for black men, because I didn't know you know, why I was feeling mm-hmm. the way I was feeling at the time. It was like I was getting real anxious and I've never felt that way ever, you know, and it took for me to go and speak to someone about what I was going through to kind of get through it. And out of all that, she mentioned mantra, right? And I've heard the word mantra before, but not in a sense where it applied to me. Like in a sense, more like it's some old Asian type of thing that you know like me young black dude don't ever got to worry about a mantra like what's that like that's like that ain't for me but when she introduced that to me you know she said come up with the mantra and positive vibes only was the mantra that I came up with you know and I was inspired by you know uh DJ Khaled around that time he was huge on Snapchat you know what I'm saying like he'll wake up and be like blessings or, or <laughs> positive like he was a super positive vibe at the time I'll, I'll, I'll age you a little bit Nas in saying that um, it, it was one of those situations where you probably had that as a mantra in your mind, but you didn't, you didn't quite know how you could, you know, basically bottle up that thing that helped you get through a tough time. Yeah. And how do I share this with other people? Because, because yeah. I know when we sat down that day and I don't know if it was cause the, the, the whiskey was flowing yeah. or whatever the situation was, but like, we were just all talking about, you know, what are, what are our strong suits? What are our strengths? And, you know, what we knew was that we had a lot of network. And we knew that, you know, we could bring attention towards something. I knew I had a charity kind of situation. Like, I always wanted to get involved with charity, but it was a bit overwhelming for me because there's so many different things that that I wanted to try, to, whether it's with cancer or, you know, whatever the situation is with uh, urban youth, you know, prison ministries or whatever. Right. I wanted to do something, but sometimes it just feels too much. So I was like, whatever we do, my thing was I was coming to the meeting basically saying whatever it is that we choose to do, we should have a charity component. As, as a part of it, some kind of a way gotcha, to give back. Yeah. So when you, and then while we were there, we were like, we were like, yo, it needs to feel like a Diddy party. It was nice. one of the things that came with that meeting. Like whatever it is that we choose to do, yeah. it should feel yeah. like a Diddy party. And then she was one was like, yo, I've been throwing parties. Like this is what I do. So let's do that. Yeah. Let's 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 <laughs> let's basically do that Diddy party energy gotcha. and celebrate black excellence and make it accessible because. Everybody's not gonna get into the fucking Rock Nation brunch, right? So our thing was yeah. like we 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 wanted to take in a way the exclusivity of that and give it to the everyday person who's just doing amazing in their local community. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're just young black and trying to build that success and you're on your way there, this party is for you, right? You've been grinding all year, you've been grinding all yeah. you know summer, whatever spring. You come you come to our event, you throw on something fly, you celebrate yourself and celebrate excellence. Your boss might not be giving you a pat on the back. You come and you give yourself a pat on the back. Exactly. And then if you wake right, up, and then right. if you wake up the next morning and you like, oh shit, I spent two thousand dollars on bottles. Like I went too crazy. You can then go, you know what? At least ten percent or some some percentage of that is going to some kind of charity. Gotcha. 
So that's that, that's like the experience. So you get them to rationalize. Yeah, because I know me, I, 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 I've, I've gone and I've balled out, bro. I've, I've been in clubs. One Oak is taking so much of my yeah. money, bro. <laughs> up and down, yeah, taking so much of my down. money. And my thing is like, sometimes yeah. you wake up the next morning, you're like, damn, did I just blow that money? But like, so what I basically yeah. wanted was I wanted to give myself or a, another person who might have felt that way like a little bit of a silver lining. Yeah, I did blow that yeah. though, gotcha. but at least a little bit of it is gonna go to something great. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna tell you my, um, you know, my recollection of of that evening. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that that evening, you know, I had been thinking for a couple of months, you know, leading up to that, of something that we could do together. You know, me, Dario, and Chanasa. You know, what can we do together? You know, we're all friends. You know, Dario, I've known. You know, for 20 years, you know, Nas have known for 15 years. So it was like, okay, we need to come together and figure out how we do something together. Yeah. And that night, you know, I wanted to go to the Brandy Library. I thought the the vibe was right. I thought the ambiance mm. in that and that spot was was right with what we needed. Um, so remember, we met down there, and uh, you know, we got down there. We had a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, like Dio said, some real expensive whiskey. And, you know, I had everybody, I told everybody, you know, you got to come through with, you know, a few ideas. You know, like, everybody got to come through with at least two, three ideas of stuff we can do together. Because I'm like, yo, it's, it's time we do something together. I feel like a lot of people, especially, like, in the, in the black community, you know, a lot of people want to try to go on your own, mm-hmm. you know. They want to go alone. And I'm like, I'm a, I'm a strong yeah. believer on, like, let's, 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 let's. True, yeah, true, I'm a true. strong believer in, like, let's do things together. That's just the way my mind mm-hmm. operates. Like, if I ever learn about something new, like, you guys know, if I learn about a new stock, I'm telling all my yes. friends about it. Straight like, up. yo, you guys don't want to do this. Any Anything new that I get into, if I start mm-hmm. running, I'm like, yo, Dad or Nas, you guys should start. Anything I get into true. and I feel like could be good for me, I'm like, I feel yeah. like it could be good for my friends. I'm like, yo, let's do this together. So um, I got there, and I know my idea was around apps. Mm-hmm. I was thinking apps, mm-hmm. you know, in the technology space. Um, I had also talked about cryptocurrency. We had talked about that a lot, too. True. During that period, everybody was big on Bitcoin and, mm-hmm. and all that during that time. And uh, I forget what Dow's idea was about. I know Nas had one idea about a cleaning mm-hmm. service, you know. Um, Rich, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry I, to cut yeah, you off, but I, did, I didn't even get to any of my shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, you probably did. You Damn, probably did. I think crazy. I went first, and yeah. Nas yeah. came second with the cleaning yeah. service, and, and he Nas, came with PVO. PVO. That was it. He came with PVO, positive yeah. vibes only, and I'm like, yo, I think history. everybody was like, yo, that's it. We're going to get behind that. You know, we're going mm-hmm. to do that. Um, and then, you know, from there, we're like, all right. I talked about Walu. I'm like, all right, well, I think it makes sense to bring yeah, in Walu yeah. because, you know, the the marketing, I'm like, it's got it's about branding. You know, how to be marketed yeah. the right way. Because I'm like, everybody, a lot of people throw different parties. I'm like, yo, PBO, got to be a very different party. It got to be an upscale party. You know, it got to feel like black excellence, right? Like you mentioned. And, you know, I'm like, the the, the marketing got to be stuff that people haven't seen and you knew, before. you knew the importance you know, of visuals. And I'm visuals. like, yo, Walu would be perfect for that. Absolutely. And, I, mm-hmm. and, and with Walu, you know, I have been down with Walu since 2010, since we first worked together, you know, doing the first app I came up with that me and Nas had done together, Life's yeah. Movie. Life's Movie. Exactly. And, you know, Walu's been my man. And I always brought Walu around. He was in a club with us going yeah. up and down and all that. So yeah. we all love Walu nice. anyway. So, and we all, we all African too. So I'm like, but at that time, I'm about to bring it to Walu now in a second. But, you know, at that time, we were still thinking about 
Walu just being, you know, solely just responsible for like visuals, like, you know, he's not necessarily gonna be a part of PVO. He's gonna just mm -hmm. do that part. And, mm -hmm. you know, when I first brought the idea to Walu, he had his own idea, you mm. know, for how he wanted to be a part of it. So I wanna know, Walu, like, when we sat down with you for brunch mm -hmm. at Sons of Essex, yep. you know, what was going through your mind you know, when I first told you about PVO and then I brought Dionysus to sit with you, like, what were you thinking, like? Man, I, where, where I remember it though from was was a phone call. I can't remember if um y'all had posted the logo online or not. I think y'all might have just posted PVO. Uh, I can't remember the, the order of things, but what I do remember is that you guys had posted, and I was just very intrigued by the logo and just the look and the mystique because it didn't say anything else. And Waldo, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm gonna I'm 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 cut yeah. you off for just two seconds. <laughs> But that whole thing was absolutely planned. Like we worked on absolutely. the logo. We we worked on what we wanted the feeling the of it to be, and, and the rollout and the and the mystery behind it. So to hear you say yeah, that is so validating because that's exactly yeah. what we wanted people to feel like. Yo, what's this about? What's going on? What what are these guys cooking up? Like that was exactly right. the feeling we wanted it to to give people. Right. But yeah, you can you can keep going. Yeah, yeah. So I saw it popping up on Instagram, and like. I think all y'all posted, maybe some other people posting it. it. Ain't say nothing else about it, no caption, nothing. I was just like, hmm, that it looked, it just looked dope, and I liked, I liked the aura of it. I just, you know what I mean? The logo popped, and it was like something dope. So it had that mystique, and I'm like, yo, this thing, whatever it is, it could be, it's ominous. It's, it, it could be powerful. Energy. You know what I'm saying? So I was already like, yeah, I was already, I, I, I like it. Whatever it is, already, I like it. It, it. it just felt right. You know what I'm saying? I knew who was behind it. Um, and then when you reached out to me. Um, in order to you know explain a little bit to me about what it was going to be about you know definitely sounded interesting and um and i was like okay yeah you know we can do party footage and stuff like that but it's like i've done that a couple times over the years um but i always felt like yo there's so much more to it because i was also in the headspace where it's like yo I'm, I'm doing all these videos for all these people and most of the time in music videos if it's a party scene or something we're basically pretending to having fun you know what i'm saying P faking it for the camera but i'm like yo i in real life like i really go to a lot of parties and i really have fun with my people everybody i ha i hang out with is fun to be around we really have a ball i'm like yo we i'm always like yo we should just be recording this because you know what i'm saying sometimes a lot of times dude it's more lit than what a music video actually is and i and i was wanting to life's, my life's movie <laughs> exactly you know what i mean so um yeah I, I was also in the, in the headspace where i was like i kind of want to sink my teeth into something more tangible something more um substantial because i'm like yo, i'm doing all these videos you film they go out they watch everybody's cool cool but it, they don't last and I, I and everybody's always asking me oh, i want to be in a video and i want to get my friends in there you know so it's like i, I kind of want to bring the experience full circle um and i saw the rise so i was kind of in that headspace and looking for things um, to kind of get into and I saw the rise of live experiences you know what I'm saying because the, yeah. the um, you know oh, yeah. yeah you mentioned that a lot exactly because you know you kind of see what it stayed like music videos I mean I know I know what I do I know what I bring to the table but I also realize like yo a lot of people don't watch as many music videos as they do you know what I mean as they used to and it's, mm -hmm. it's not quite as much as what it is so the platform's really moving to live experiences so I'm like look I've always kind of wanted to bring something unique so when, when you reached out to me, I was like, all right, that's cool. But I'm like, listen, man, what I saw just from the logo and from everything, I was like, I was like, I, I want to think bigger. You know what I'm saying? I see this as like a, a, a chance to bring something really unique. Like if you go to a Diddy party, you don't know what's going to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like 
mm-hmm. you don't know what type of experience you're gonna have you don't know who's gonna be there so the angle i'm coming up with it is like yo this thing should have something unique at every every party should be some type of different experience you know what i'm saying because we all go to a bunch of different parties they, you know you go there you go with your friends you listen to music pop bottles same songs play same dj all right cool night and leave it's like it's not too much that's different so my view of it was like yo there should be an element at every party so that like if you come to this party it's not gonna be at the next one so you gotta come mm-hmm. to every party or else you're gonna miss out you know what i'm saying i'm like mm-hmm. yo you gotta you know i want people to feel like yo mm-hmm. it's, it's gonna be something special you know i'm seeing something big i'm seeing you know eventually moving on to a festival like i've always said i've always said like i had the vision yeah. for like yo, pvo it's, it's a dope party but i want to see pvo mm-hmm. fest I, you know we mm-hmm. should be Renting out festival. stadiums, you know what I'm saying? Renting the big ones. Now we gonna, tents. we gonna, yeah. we gonna, we gonna, we gonna get to that. We gonna. Oh, okay, we gonna okay, okay, okay. My bad, but yeah, <laughs> my bad. So, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. So anyway, like I was just intrigued, and you know what I mean. Uh, as far as far as like the booths, man, that's something I saw that I think people would. It's definitely a keepsake. Yeah, you were, you bringing that that Grammy Oscar Award yeah, experience yeah, yeah, yeah. that booth. There's so much I potential remember, out here. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I remember I saw Vanity Fair. It was a Vanity Fair Oscar party. I want to say it was 2017. It was the first time I ever saw anything like that, where it was it wasn't just like a step and repeat, or you know, it was like a full on fucking production. Like they had a red camera on a dolly, and the lighting was incredible. And of course, everybody's already dressed in nuns because they're coming from the Oscars. <clears throat> and I was like, yo, if we could do something like that, like it would just be so transformative. I still yeah. watch our I still watch our first recap, bro. Our very Absolutely. first recap video. Uh, speak, yeah, speak, 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 speaking special. of the first recap, man, let's 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 talk about that first party, that first event, you know, the launch, PBO launch party, March 2018. You know, um, and, and like you talked about earlier, you know, with the the rollout was so important to us, and we were so like meticulous about mm-hmm. everything we did for that party, you know, from uh, the dress code to the the venue to the people that we invited. Um, even though we, we made a lot of people mad, you know, with that party, you know, what I'm saying with the with the guest list, but you know, we were so meticulous with the people that we invited, um, you know, with the booth experience that, uh, you know, the idea that Walu had. And, you know, uh, uh, people don't realize, like, that first party was a, was a free party. And I, and I want to go, I want to mm-hmm. ask a quick question. I'm asking all this quick question. I feel like I remember I seen his face, you know, when I first said it. And I was like, yo, listen, man, the first party got to be a free party. You remember when I said that? Yeah, man, at first I was like, yo, like. Nas, Nas had the Russell Westbrook face. What? <laughs> yeah, like, what? Because, like, my, my, the, the crazy thing is I wasn't looking at PVO, the first event, as our first party because like yo you got to remember chi like we've been throwing parties together for Mm -hmm. years like you know um between me and you or like you know you and chris you know with the barbecue parties like the you know the infamous you know summer barbecues Mm -hmm. in brooklyn at the time like you know i was like yo like people are gonna come because it's us you know and like and there's a and there's a overhead like there's costs that are associated with this so you know, at the very least, let's charge a little bit to make, you know, you know, to break even. But, you know, later on, I understood the reason behind, you know, you know, you got to you got to give a cent. You got to give things for free initially to because it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't like I wasn't looking at it like just another party. You know, I'm looking at it like, yo, we're rolling out a new brand. You know, we're rolling out a brand new experience, rolling out a brand new company. You know, something like that first event. 
you know, we got to show people what we're selling, you know, going forward. And I'm like, the first yeah, event, yeah. we got to just keep it small. We're going to make it free. We're going to, you know, handpick the guest list. People are going to be in attendance to make sure that they capture, you know, the essence of what PBO is all about. Because this first event is going to set the stage and set the mm -hmm. tone for every PBO event to follow. So you got to, mm -hmm. you know, we, we have to treat it like, like your first, you know, your first demo, like your first album, you know? <laughs> you got to put everything into it, you know? Yeah. Um, let people know what it is that they're buying going forward, you know? That's how we, we get the brand loyalty. Yeah, no, nah, and I totally, I totally agree with that. Um, yeah, like, it's funny because, you know, when we roll everything out, it just seems like everything's one accord. Like, we all, like, just got along and everybody just said yes yeah. and it was like everything was smooth, <laughs> but... You know, but that's, that's not, not the, the case. case like, you know, we 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 argue like crazy prior yeah. too because yep. yeah, and the debates exactly because of my fault, Chief. But last thing is like we're just so passionate about PVO and we all want to win. So like you know, the debates never spill over where there's animosity or right. hate or anything because we all understand that you know we will damn near <laughs> die for PVO and. You know, that's just the type of energy and the vibes we own. Absolutely, you know? man. You remember uh, yeah. when we were looking for venues and uh, when we found Cola House, and, you know, Dawes, he was... He was leading the conversation initially. Yep, yep. I remember you guys so frustrated. You were like, nah, fuck it. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. With, with, tell with tell him why, though. Order, tell him right? why we was frustrated. Nah, I mean, because... Uh, yeah, listen, like, exactly. We were, we were calling we the owner. Corporate we were trying chief. to have... Um, you know, trying to communicate what we wanted to do. And his response time was so slow. And he just didn't seem very enthused at all. So, you know, Nas kind of, like, lost his patience with him. You know, um, which, which I understand. But, like... You know, like you said, like, I understand, like, how corporate, you know, white America, you know, tends to work. And um, I was like, you know, let me let me take the lead on that. You know, I'm going I'm to show a little bit more, more more patience, you know, with this man. Even though I felt like Nas did, too. And it's funny because, you know, it's yep. been times where, like, I lost patience for certain things and Nas was able to keep his cool. You know, but in this case, I'm like, I'm going to keep my cool with this one yeah, and work this out. And then finally we got in touch with... You know, uh, another lady, you know, shout out to Tiffany Fields, who was so incredibly helpful, you know, with getting us um, Cola House and putting that event together. Um, and, you know, like you said, no, there were so many debates and arguments we had, you know, going in, you know, yeah, about yeah. what's the dress code going to be, you know, how much money we're going to spend, because, you know, the budget was was pretty high. We we exceeded the budget we had initially. Yeah, you know, yeah. we might have set a budget. I don't want to throw the numbers out, but we we set a budget and we probably exceeded that budget by like five six k. A lot of that being you know Walu's booth and Walu knows we had a lot of battles on the phone. Me and Walu about the booth experience. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what? Mm -hmm. yeah, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I mean, and, and and we wanted we wanted to give out free champagne. That was another thing we we're, we're talking about. We wanted to give out free champagne. Free champagne. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna ask you guys a tough question, man, because you know that first party we said it's only gonna be 200 people. Ooh, yeah. You know, for this first event, yeah. and we were gonna each invite yeah. you know 50 people each. Well, we, we probably invited like 75 each. You got people who are not gonna be able to make it. Yeah. I want to know, like, how did you guys? You know, pick and choose. We all know a lot of people, you know. Mm -hmm. So how did you guys yeah, pick and yeah. choose, you know, what 50, 75 people you were going to invite? So, Dolly, you go ahead. Man, I mean, it, it was tough. First of all, like you said, I wanted us to pick people who would respect the brand, respect what we're trying to do. So mm -hmm. we already knew we wanted it to be a black tie, which was another 
debate that we had to have, but eventually we, we settled <laughs> in on, okay, we want to be black tie. Because usually when somebody comes to an event that's black tie, they already have an ex expectation. And so the thing was to set it and make it black tie, and then that would force us, that would be an incentive for us to hit that goal. You know, okay, so the event has to look a certain way, has to feel a certain way. Because if somebody dresses up, wears it, you know, comes through that swagged out, they want to they wanna be impressed. So once we do that, yeah. I start thinking to myself, all right, who are my friends that I know will come through, will respect the dress code, and will also, also have like a, a, an online presence, right? Have some kind of social media presence and, you yeah. know, footage from our event will have some kind of footprint that will go further online. So that was my whole thing. I mean, luckily, I, I, I was on Shades of Blue. I was, I was there, so I already knew, okay, I'm definitely inviting my castmates. J-Lo right. definitely ain't coming. <laughs> I know we had conversations about that. You, 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 try, to, you try to get it, or I you did. definitely try to I get did. it. I did, many times, many times, man. I tried I try to, try to swing it, but she was not having it. She said, no, Papa, I'm not doing it, Papa. So, Walu, what was, what was, what was your process? Um, my, my process, man... It wasn't too complicated. I was basically thinking of the people who I know who like to come out, have a good time, you know, keep it classy. You know, my, my, my regular folks who um, who usually come out because, you know, I got my people have been throwing um, events in D.C. ever since, you know, college, you know, ever since back in the day. So I'm always coming out to their events. I'm all, any, anywhere I want to go there. I'm, I'm basically in in the door all throughout DC nightlife the whole time. So I'm like, you know, I kind of want to also get into it to uh, kind of reciprocate the favor to a lot of them. So, you know, just my, my usual mm -hmm. crew, people I know. Got you, got you, got you. What about you, Nas? Initially, like I said, I wanted to charge like a small fee. So, you know, prior to us, like, you know, all coming together and saying it's going to be a free event, I wanted it to kind of be open, like, you know, invite as many people as possible, you know, and it be, you know, um, you know, open, but that, that didn't occur. And the one thing I also want to talk about is as great as the event was and, you know, with it being private and exclusive, you know, there was kind of some black, like some pushback afterwards, you know, the, 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 uh, the feedback that we got from the people that weren't invited wasn't the best, right? And um, yeah. that's something that, like, but I think they didn't what it was supposed really to do, understand though. our vision. You know, I think yeah, no, like, no, exactly. If they, I mean, if you ask those people that were angry back then, now they'll say, okay, I get it, because eventually we were going to open it up. It's just that the first event served a purpose yeah. that you know they didn't understand because these are people that we went to school with. These are yeah. people that attended. Damn near all our other events. These are people yeah. that supported us, right? right? So it was like, damn, like because it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't exclusive for it. Just, it wasn't exclusive for exclusive sake. It was exclusive so that we could get the most bang yeah. out of our investment. Like, yeah, you know, exactly, exactly. I, I but you know, put, they didn't know that. I think simply put, like when I when people ask me, I'm like, listen, I, we just couldn't afford to have everybody there. It's as simple as that. You know, we couldn't afford to have everybody at the event, unfortunately. You know, so we had to really pick and choose. You know, who was going to be there. And, you know, at the same time, I think it served its purpose in the sense that, you know, people who couldn't be there, okay, they felt the way initially, then they understood later, but they mm -hmm. were all intrigued by it, right? Because it came out of nowhere. For people mm -hmm. who didn't know about it, you know, it came out of nowhere. Like, I remember it was like a whole, a lot of people kept posting about PVO after the fact. People who were there, they kept posting, you know, if you know, you yeah. know. 
right? You know what I'm saying? So for the people yeah. who didn't know about it, they were so intrigued about it, like, yo, what's that? You know, they saw it everywhere on social media. Because yeah. again, like the visual, shout out to Walu, the visuals were so mm. amazing, you know? And, and people came, you know, looking so looking so good, you know, dressed so nice, and the booth was so amazing. And people hadn't seen that slow motion, you know, picture, video mm -hmm. booth experience that, you know, we created. So, you know, that hit social media heavy. So I think if they were supposed to do, um, yeah. But to your point, your point earlier, Nazo, you were talking about the team and, you know, for us, like, just bringing, you know, different things to the table. Um, that's a question people ask a lot, too. Like, yo, who does what? You know, how do we determine, you know, who takes charge of what? Like, whose role? Like, what roles do we have? Um, and I know we have a pretty interesting dynamic. So, you know, let's talk about that a little bit, you know, as far as, like, what you think you bring to the table and a sense of what you do really well? Uh, I mean, I, the fact that I come up with like a lot of different concepts and in regards to, you know, the direction, um, I'm also, you know, all about diversifying PVO, you know, in, in an event uh, sense, like, you know, like let's not just do, you know, huge, you know, events like you know party events like let's venture out and do events centered around mental health and like you know partnering up with like a, a twitter you know and executing that you know so just coming up with different ideas and concepts and just being able to execute you know um is something that i think i'm pretty good at on you know on the surface or in the public eye but you know behind the scenes i'm really i think i'm really good at bringing you know, people in the organization to help, you know, feel, to help, you know, with the day-to-day, -day, you know, grind or, or help with, you know, getting PVO to the next level because being entrepreneurs, it's, it's extremely tough. And, you know, it's hard for us to do everything. Like, we would love to do everything, but we can't, right? So we need somebody to handle the website. We need somebody else to handle the social media piece. We need somebody else to, to do, you know, so on and so forth. So, you know, beyond the scenes, I'm pretty good at, on, in bringing those type of folk to help us. Um, I think I'm pretty good at bringing in sponsors as well, you know, um, and just my connections and my network and my ability to maintain great relationships and, and keep my ear um, down on the streets and just know what's going on in the culture, know what's going on in the industry and just aligning myself. Like, like, like I said, the, the last um, podcast or like a couple hours ago, like I was on a podcast doing this mental health, you know, um, awareness thing. Um, uh, I was on a panel and then I asked the, the, the facilitator afterwards, like, yo, like, how did you even find out about me? I didn't know her. And then she mentioned some other girl that mentioned me that I don't even know. And she was like, yo, this girl said, yo, if you're putting together this event, you want to get Nas on it, you know, to speak about mental health. And I'm like... Yo, could you send me her information? Because I don't even know her. I want to thank her. You know what I'm saying? But that's because I'm out, you know, making sure that I'm being visible and, you know, just being involved and always tying everything back to PVL. Um, so, yeah, those are just a couple of things. Okay. Okay. Do well. Walu, how about you, man? Um, I think, uh, you know, my lane is pretty specific um, in terms of what I bring to the table. Um, I feel as though kind of I see myself as curating a certain aesthetic for the brand especially for the recap videos um, you know to me the way I view it is uh, there's only going to be so many people 
that are physically gonna be there, but the outreach and the look of the party itself is gonna be seen by so many more people. Um, let's say everybody who goes to the party, let's say at least everybody's gonna probably at least post uh, one or two pictures or videos or videos of themselves in the party. You know, how many followers does each people have? Low end, maybe about a hundred, some people a thousand, couple thousand, you know, so those are gonna be viewed so many more times. So I really look at the marketing aesthetic of the party um, is, is really important. So I just, you know, I, I see myself curating that look, the theme of how it's gonna look, um, you know, afterwards or before and, you know, decorating elements and, you know, the visualization yeah. of it. That's, that's that's a fact. I mean, your, your lane is definitely real specific, and you do that so well. Yeah. I mean, so it's like, yo, we just want you to just stay focused on that, man. That's that's crucial. That's crucial. And, and to Nas's point too, man, I think I would agree that Nas is definitely the the eyes and the ears on the ground, man. He's definitely well well in tune, you know, with the culture and, and what's going on today, man. Absolutely. Um, Hollywood, what about you, bro? You bringing a whole Hollywood. <laughs> um, I mean, for me, if we just go back to the first day we met to talk about PVO, uh, I know what my strengths are. You know, I went, I literally went to college for visual communication design. So branding and marketing is really my strong suit. And so, you know, these are muscles that I haven't used in a while, you know, since, you know, my acting career took off. But I was like, yo, I would love to build the brand from, from the ground up, like myself, <clears throat> which was basically, which started with the logo, uh, which I designed, of course, with a lot of input and feedback from yourself and Nas and Walu. And, and it was just, I mean, I, I literally on my hard drive, I have thousands of logos. I don't know if you guys remember, but like that first week, I must have sent you guys hundreds and hundreds of different I remember you know, logos. That, and, I, and, I, and I love like yeah. all of them too. Yeah, we, we loved, we loved yeah. a lot of them, but we know ultimately we came down to just the, the very sim simple PBO letters. And what people don't know is even those letters like had little, even little incremental changes within them that we went through. So even the logo itself, as simple as it looks, it's a one of a, it's a one of one. Like it's not a, just a regular font out there. Like it's yeah. a, a combination of different fonts that we brought together to make that what it was. Even the color scheme, the pink on black, just knowing that that, that, that fuchsia pink would pop on anything and um and so that was my initial thing and then of course just doing you know all the flyers for all the events uh, right. <clears throat> doing all that stuff and just making sure that that brand remains consistent across everything and so when walu does his amazing mm -hmm. videos um sending him you know all the pbo fonts making sure that that works and then branding yeah. differently from new york to la so that each event has a theme of its own and a feeling of its own so right. yeah it's 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 been a lot of that and then just hands on hands on the ground you know uh securing sponsorships you know i think i mentioned shandon earlier which is you know a, a great one that was able to come and then moet later yeah. on in nigeria you know, helping bring those brands on board. So yeah, I think that's one thing that I think we all do well is we all bring sponsorship in. Yeah. So there's there's no one person that yeah, carries I was, I that was... responsibility. Uh, but then exactly. and, and then just to re just to uh, close it off, even like the everyday party, like people don't understand we're on the ground. Like all of us are on the ground, yeah. literally moving tables, moving chairs, talking to waitresses, talking mm -hmm. to busboys, yeah. talking to the manager. Blowing up like, balloons. Yeah. Blowing, <laughs> blowing up balloons. Literally blowing up balloons. You know? Running the camera. Yeah, that's that's, that's we, we were behind the bar. We I'm, co I'm coaching drinks, people like, in the booth. They don't understand. I'm really directing. Yeah. Like I'm directing. Like you can't just stand in there because you throw true. people in there and and you know just expect them to do whatever. Like people just like uh, they're confused. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, and that's a good point because, you know, we all talk about things that we specialize in and do really well. You know, like for me, I think, you know, my specialty is watching the money, you know, making mm-hmm. sure that everything we do is within the budget, making sure that the margins are going to look right. You know, as so I'm watching the money, I'm doing a lot of negotiations, um, you know, communicating with uh, different vendors and, you know, the venue. Um, but, you know, outside of like our specialties, you know, we all do a lot of different things. Like there's no, on on any given day, you know, somebody could be the CEO, somebody else is playing the CFO, somebody else is playing, you know, COO. We all get our hands dirty. Um, we all get involved in sponsors. We all get involved in, in working with these different um, nonprofit organizations that we work with as well. We want to make sure that, you know, we give back. And every event we do, we give back. So, you know, distant relatives, yeah. you know, African Health Now, you know, cool kids. We want to make sure that we stay in constant communication with these folks. Um, and, you know, overall, more importantly, we all bring um, our different our different networks. Absolutely. You know, we all have different networks that we yeah. all bring together, you know, which is key, you know, which is crucial, you know, to what we do. Um, and, you know, we all have different ideas, too, you know, which is which is great. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a dope team. And, you know, we're still trying to expand the team. You know, we're still growing. Yeah, I think I think the way the way I try the way I try to explain it to somebody one time who asked me a similar question was like, oh, so who started and what are the, I, I kind of tell them, like, we're in our boardroom. We have a round table. We don't we don't have a we don't have a, a square table. We don't have like a, a rectangle. Yeah. Table, you know? we, we have a round table, which means there's no head of the table. Like we literally saw everybody signs off on every decision made. Literally right, from right, what's the right. dress code gonna be, what's the amount of people in there, what's the budget gonna be. Like yeah. and, and and of course I'm not gonna say any names or anything like that, but like there are people we've worked with in the past that just didn't understand that. Like they, they wanted to come in and just have full yeah. autonomy on something. And we're like, no, we don't, we don't do that. Like that's not how yeah, we, we don't get operate down. that way. Um, we we all have to have a full understanding about what's going on at every given any given time, you know. And right. you know, yeah, that's just how we work, and we work really well that way. Thank God. Yeah, and and, and who knows? I mean, that's not to say that the way we operate is the right way. You know, some people might say that we should have, you know, specific role and just, you know, you do your job, you do your job. Um, who knows? But this is what works for us. This has worked with PVO, you know, the past two years. So, you know, that's how we're going to operate and continue to operate, you know, for the foreseeable future. Exactly. But, yeah, I mean, speaking of uh, the events, man, I wanted to know, like, what's been your favorite event? What's been your favorite PVO? You know, what's been your favorite PVO and, and why? Um, you know, Dario, you go ahead. <laughs> Man, it, it's I, I'm I'm really nostalgic about the very first event. I'm super super nostalgic about that very first event. Um, but at the same time. Man, it's so it's so tough. I, I would have to say maybe Ghana. I would say Ghana was my favorite event. Yeah. Number one, just number one, just the size of the event, how crazy it was. Like when when it was when it was when, when we were firing on all cylinders, it was dope. Of course, there were times where the wheels of us came off. <laughs> I know people might not even know about all that stuff that was going on behind the scenes, right, but like right. even with even with that stuff, for me, it's just energy. It's just like. It, I, that's the closest I'm ever gonna be, MJ down 20 points 
you know what I mean, in the game seven. <laughs> you know, that's what it feels like. It's like you're down 20 points in game seven, and you're just trying to trying to rally the troops and trying to make it win. And that's and, and, yeah. and I've, I value that sometimes just as much as the experience of, like, being at the party and having fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and... So, so to me, that's the one that kind of comes to mind because so much was at, so so much was at stake, and we pulled it off. And I think, yeah. and it's and it also was our most profitable event, obviously. But the one that I think was dope, and sadly I was not able to make because I was filming at the time in Toronto, was New York, mm, the last no, New fair. York event. Yeah. I, that, I mean, just from from the outside looking in, that looked like a great time. If I bro. if I had to guess, Dawes, I would say that's your favorite one. Yeah. But you you tell me if I'm wrong, bro. bro. Yeah, <laughs> yo, most like like most definitely, bro. Uh, PBO New York to me, definitely hands down the best event. Um, it was definitely something special. The thing is. Um, leading up to, I guess, my iconic moment, <laughs> the never would have made it moment, um, it was all work, man, because, mm. like, you know, Dio is such a instrumental piece, you know, to the to the puzzle. So, you know, with him shooting his, his film, his movie, and not, you know, being there, we were missing him. But, of course, we was like, yo, Dio, we're going to hold this down for you. So it was like it was a lot of work, you know, before the party, during the party, and like the last, I want to say, thirty minutes or so, you know, we were able to kind of let our hair down and have fun. And for me, it's like when I start having fun, I'm I'm the type of person to like really lose myself. Like I like I'm like the, I feel like I'm the only person there. You know, I yeah, love exactly. It, you know, I love it when you get to that point. feed off the energy. So you know, um, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, Chi, uh, I, like, the DJ played... Uh, shout out to Mouse Jones, man. He mm. did a hell of a job hosting the event. But, uh, yeah. you know, between Chi and, and Corey... Um, and I, See, I don't want to mention all the... Like, mention one DJ, but shout out to all the DJs that night. But when that song dropped, it was my first time hearing it. Um, you know, Cody, Cold Yeah, Blue. shout out to Cold Blue. <laughs> shout out to Olivia Dope. They killed it. That was a perfect DJ lineup. Um... But when that song dropped, I've never heard it. Like, and then it started out the it, the gospel version of it. Like mm. I heard the original mm-hmm. Marvin Sapp, you know. Mm. So I really was like, oh, this is new. But <laughs> at the time, like, I, I like I felt so good because yeah. like the, the, it was I, I reached that euphoria part where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm having fun. So honestly, I started praying. Like I started like thanking God, like oh, man, for you know. <laughs> yeah, I started. Th- I just really started thanking God. Like it's crazy because in the video, I do the sign of the cross. And, like you know, you know, I was raised Catholic, so I'm praying and you know just like dancing to myself, smiling, and then and then it transitioned into hip hop. I'm like, wait, what's going on? And then like it just took me to a whole another world. But the crazy thing about everything is, I, like I said, I. I thought the way I was feeling, everybody was feeling. So everybody was wilding. Mm. Ain't nobody was paying attention to me. Like, for what? Like, so I'm dancing. And then, Mm-mm. like, afterwards, it's like, okay, I, I just walk off and, you know, you know, go get a drink or something. The next morning, I wake up to, like, 50 different, like, DMs and, like, acts and, you know, messages. And, like, and it's all centered around that one moment. Like, 
And I'm like, yo, that's crazy. So many people was like, I guess, recording me or whatever. But, you know, yeah, like, so long story short, man, people in New York are special. And every time that song plays, that remix, right. that remix plays, like, wherever I'm at, like, yep. it, it never, it, people look at me. It never gets old. Like, nah, <laughs> like, this is a song. And I'm like, nah, yeah. man. This yeah. is a one-on-one, man. I ain't doing it again. <laughs> Unless I get paid. Unless right. I get paid. <laughs> well, what about you, man? Um... Yeah, for me, I say it's a. It's, I like them all, but it's definitely a toss-up between the two New York ones. But I think the second New York one for me was definitely um, a lot livelier. Um, I thought, I thought you might bring up DC. Like I said, I, DC tough. was lit. I, I know. I, that's why it's tough. <laughs> it's DC tough. was crazy. Yeah. It's tough. Like. Um, like, like Walu had the cape on, yeah. P.B. on the yeah. second one. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. D.C. was dope, but just to me, I felt like, I felt like the New York one, it felt like a longer day because, like, we started it, it was daylight outside, it was bright, that, that space is all white. Mm. The colors, yeah, yeah, to the me, artwork. like, it, it was all white. Everybody had a very bright and vibrant colors. So, like, you could see that in the video. It was just very festive yeah. and very light and airy. And then it turned into the night. And, um... It just felt a little more freer. There was more space to move around. You know, DC is, you know, it was a, it was a more, uh, people were more dressed up. It was a more uh, toned down, elegant, you know, event. It was fun, but I feel like the New York one was, you know, that that, that one for me was, you know, so yeah. many iconic moments. Yeah, yeah DC, DC, DC mm. was special. I mean, I think it's tough. You know, I think every time we throw a PBO party after the fact, I'm like, mm. that's the best one. That's the mm. best one. I say it every time. You know, I mean, that's the best one. So it's tough. I mean, the first one, of course, is always special. The launch party was special. Um, but, you know, New York is always special, especially, you know, for me. Like, it's, New York is always going to be special for me. But, you know, even more special was Nigeria, mm. you know, because that's home. Yeah, so the yeah. first party we do... And Nigeria was very, very special because, you know, we have friends that we grew up with, you know, who all had a chance right. to experience, you know, PBO because they seen it already and they were all hype and looking forward to it. You know, they seen when we did it, um, mm -hmm. you know, in New York, you know, twice leading up to Nigeria. So for them to be able to experience that, you know, I think that was special, you know, being able to pull that off in Nigeria. So that that between Nigeria, the first one, um, and uh, every PBO New York, you know, honestly, man, L LA was dope too. Mm, that was different a different vibe, vibe. Mm -hmm. you know. So, so, so LA, LA was dope too, man. Different people. Um, so, so, man, I mean, if you ask me tomorrow, my answer is probably gonna true. change. So it just, yeah, it just depends, man. But because I would say DC was the first event where, where I feel like we had it so under control, we had more fun at the event, like. You know, most events we're running around, we're trying to figure shit out. But that was like the first event where we had been tried and tested enough that when we got there, everything was like in place. We had PBO on the yeah. screens that was taking care yeah. of security, that yeah. was taking care of food was taking care. Like yeah. everything was just right. So once the event started, like yeah. we could actually have some fun. You know, so that was that was dope. Yeah, that's true. And and and, and, and you know, that was the difference with Ghana because Ghana, you know, we didn't have mm -hmm. that same comfort level, you know, with the, with the with the organization. <laughs> However, like. The party itself, when the party finally got rolling, and like the feeling that people had, like, you know, where we were standing, you know, on stage and just looking around, because that's the reason why we do it, you know, for people to have this euphoric mm -hmm. fe feeling, you know, and being able to just look around and see 2,000 people in Ghana, sure. for that matter, and Africa from all over the world, you know, just experiencing and feeling the same type of joy 
that you're feeling, you know, I think that was amazing. And, and, it, and it was dope to work with, you know, Afrochella. Shout out to Abdul, Kenny. Um, so it was dope to work with Afrochella. Dope to work with um, R&B Party, too. Shout out to Charles. So um, Ghana was special, too, man. That was New Year's mm-hmm. Eve, too. Yeah. So, you know, it was, it was dope to bring in 2020 like that, you know. So, so what's next, though? Like, when you guys think about... PVO, like, you know, the future plans for PVO, like, where where do we see PVO, you know, a year, three, five years from now, because, you know, we're still only two mm-hmm. years in, you know, so what's, like, the long-term play vision that you got for, P- for PVO, and, and, and Nas, you should kick it off. Uh, uh, I mean, you know, with COVID and Corona hitting, you know, kind of had to sit back and think, like, okay, like, I know my initial thought process in regards to where I want PVO to go, but I, I've kind of had to pivot, shift, or at least add to certain, you know, add to it considering, you know, um, you know, th- th- us living in this new normal, right? Like, and to find, I guess, to come up with the silver lining, like without COVID, without Corona, we probably wouldn't have started this podcast. You know, like we, we've always had mm-hmm. the PVO podcast on the docket. However, um, you know, due to all the party, all the events we were planning, we didn't really have time to sit down and do this, you know? So it's like, you know, so, yeah. so definitely continuing the podcast and, you know, like, bro, Spotify giving out a lot of bread for podcasts, man. I don't know, you know? Exactly, you know? So it's like, maybe we continue to do this and see what happens. That's the... Yeah, we need, we need, we need, we need yeah. that. and then, and then, uh, <laughs> I need that Bill and Simmons then, contract. What? That Joe Rogan. Who's the other guy? That Joe Rogan contract. He just got a hundred mil, exactly. And Spotify uh stock going up crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, shout out to them. But mm-hmm. it's just like, yo, the like the beauty about a PVO is, you know, whatever comes to mind, I think she said this earlier, is like if we have an idea and it and it fits within our core, like our mission and our vision, you know, like yo, just you know, we could run that play, you know, and, and the we're, we're selling a lifestyle, you know, or um, we're promoting a lifestyle centered around positivity. So how does that look like? That could look like that could take many forms. Like that could be merchandise, you know, and not only clothing, but it could be candles. It could be, you know, coffee mugs. It could be anything, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, we, so our skies really are limit in regards to what we can do, where we can take PVO, how we could promote positivity, mm-hmm. and um, you know, so that's that's where I'm at right now. Okay, what about you, Wallow? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of got into it a little bit earlier, but um, you know, I just I see the same thing right now, but just scaling it up. I feel like we got something nice, a niche. We're building out our niche. We're carving it out. Um, but I, I definitely want to see it scale up to the point where we're taking on bigger mm-hmm. venues, uh, bigger performing artists. Um, bigger guest list, you know, just just scaling it up, yeah. man. Uh, you know, I, th- I think that's kind of like really where my my vision kind of takes mm-hmm. it, man. Like I, I started mentioning before, I want to see we get big pink tents, man. Like, you know, I want to bring on more intricate uh, video um, booths and, and experiences and just things that people could could live in, man. Just you know, have. Yeah. yeah, you know, just yeah, sky's the limit, man. Yeah, we 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 already know what you're about, bro. We already <laughs> yeah, know. that's you know, that's where my head is at, man. That's where I'm keeping it. Like, I'm, yeah. that's that's my initial vision. So, like, I like seeing it grow, and I like coming in at the ground level and being able to build something yeah. tangible. So, you know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Absolutely. Yeah. Dyer, what about you, man? What you think? 
I mean, for me, and this has always been my mindset since the beginning, is that, you know, PVO is anything and everything. Like, mm. with, with every brand decision that we were trying to make, I never wanted us to pigeonhole ourselves. I never wanted us to put the brand in a, in a box. And right. even going down to the logo, that's why we wanted the yoga, the logo to be as universal as possible. We wanted to feel mm. feel like something that was ubiquitous. You wanted to feel like Apple. You wanted to feel like Nike. You wanted to feel like, you know, uh, Google. You know what I'm saying? Like, my whole thing was that I wanted Apple, and like a brand that I look to, whether it's Nike, whether it's Coca-Cola, or whether it's like Product Red, is... When you think of the brand, you don't necessarily even think of a sneaker. You just think of a feeling. Like, Nike is a feeling. Mm. Like, the great brands just have a feeling. When you think of Apple, it's a feeling. It gives you, it generates a feeling with you. And if you and you, if you can build that kind of brand loyalty in someone's mm. heart, like, they they will ride or die for a brand like it's a religion. You know what I'm saying? So my my whole thing with, with PBO is that I, I always want PBO to feel fresh. I want it to always feel like we literally captured a place in people's hearts. And so once you do that, you can, like Nas now says, you can partner mm-hmm. up with anybody and do anything. Like we yeah. we then become, we become the outlet for an organization or for another company to express positivity. So mm-hmm. if we partner with Nike, Nike has to partner with us to let the world know we are a positive brand. Mm-hmm. Adidas has to partner with us to let it, the, the same way they have to partner with Product Red to show that they're you know, uh, giving money towards AIDS relief in Africa. If you wanna be a- about positivity, you know, with, with young people, young black people, you know what I'm saying, and, and, or charities of any kind, like we are the avenue, we are the platform for a company mm-hmm. to express to express that. And I think we've been able to effectively communicate that to our sponsors so far, whether it's Moet or Heineken or Chandon or, or, or Maker's Mark to basically go, look, if you associate with us, this is how, you know, we are communicating our brand to the rest right. of the world. You know, when people think of us, they got they just have to feel yeah, yeah, positivity. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I couldn't I couldn't have said it better myself, though. You know, great. I think you hit it right on the head. You know, and and in, 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 in every way. I mean when I when I think of PVO you know, I just think of a of a brand and a group of individuals who truly embody and exemplify the black culture in the most positive way possible. You know, mm-hmm. and we're the folks who are really pushing, you know, the culture forward in every way. You know, whether it be the way we put our events together to the conversations we're having, such as mental health. You know, we had an event with Twitter, that event that NOS spearheaded. Um, yep. Pushing that conversation forward, whether we go into talking about nutrition, which I'm passionate mm, about, exactly. right? Pushing that conversation forward, that's very, that's critical, especially um, in a black community. That's very critical, you know, nutrition. So being able to do that. So there's so many things we can do with PBO because we're selling positivity, mm-hmm. you know, and it, we should be a group of people who truly embody that, you know, that positivity. So, um, you know, most important to me, though, to be honest, is I need PBO to to own venues and own buildings, you know? Mm-hmm. The same way you have a, a soul house, you know, I want to have a PBO house, you know, that's gonna have so many different sections to the building. You're gonna have a part of it that's the restaurant part of it. You're gonna have a part of it that's like the lounge part of it. You have a part of it that's like the yoga house, you know, part of it. Um, so I'm really key. Or like, or like in Apple stores, you know how they have like a section for like, 
people can come and if you want to learn how to use Photoshop or learn how to use like a product, we would have like exactly. a section there just for yep. seminars. Yeah. We could talk exactly. about like mental health and mental get like health, yeah. nutrition. Absolutely. Yeah, so I need I need PBO, you know, I need that logo. You know, on, on front and center, you know, on a, on a big building right in New York City, right mm. in L.A., you know, in London, you know, in Paris, you know, all, all over Amen. the world. You, you, you have a part of the building where we're selling PBO clothing and PBO mm. merch. Um, so so that's important for me, you know, and obviously I'm a big fan of uh, of power. You know what I mean? I love when, you know, ghosts open up that club. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so I, I need to be walking to a spot like that and be like, yo, we own exactly. this, you know, so... So yeah, that's 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 big for me as well, man. So, but that's dope, man. Like you said, like we all have our own different ideas, and you know, God willing, you know, we can make everything come to fruition by all means. Um, so you know, to to kind of like uh, close it out, to kind of close it out, I wanted to ask you know a quick question, and we don't all have to have an answer to it, but what's kind of like uh, one common misconception of PBO that you think people have? And, like, for me, like, just off the top of my head, I remember somebody talking to me, and they felt like uh, it was a... I was talking to one of my friends, um, a woman, and, and she was, like, she feels like PBA events are really just catered to women. You know, she, like, she feels like <laughs> it's so many women, you know, who come to PBA events, and she's like, yo, she's like, yo, Chi, you know, I'm trying to find my husband. You know, I'm trying to find my... my I'm trying to find my African king. Like, where they at? You know, you got a whole bunch of women in here, so so what's up with that, you know? And, and, I, and I probably never looked at it that way. I felt like... I feel like we do have uh, a pretty good balance. You know, we we bring all our yeah. homies out. You know, so I don't I don't know. Like, what's what's some conception, misconceptions you guys have heard about? I, I think the ratio at our events is perfect. To be honest, <laughs> um, yeah, I, it's funny you've mentioned that, and I've heard that too. But I, I never listen. Getting guys to a party is never a problem. That's never mm-hmm. a problem. You know what I'm saying? But so I don't understand what that is. But for me, and the, the misconception I've heard of, and honestly, it's a good thing in retrospect, is that people think we're a big team. People think we're a team of like 50. Yeah. And we got people popping out graphic design work. That. We got people, you know, shoot a, a whole team shooting the, the videos, the booth. You know, the, they think our budget is just endless and all this crazy shit. And and to me, that's that's a great compliment because we, we really know how to um, stretch a dollar. You know what I'm saying? We do a lot of the work ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's just, the, I guess the, the biggest misconception was would be that what we do is easy. We just yeah. make it look easy, but it is, like, it, it's yeah. extremely time, uh, time, time consuming and, and you have to be passionate about it um, and fearless to an extent, you know? So that to me, yeah. that's the thing is that ain't, ain't just anybody can throw a PVO party. That's a fact. Only Walu. Yeah. Nas, Chi, and Dio can throw PBO. That's a fact. Know? That's a fact. Nas, what about what about uh? I remember Nas saying that you know it was a few people who felt like we cater to Africans. Oh, you know, yeah. we're not too concerned about oh, yeah. you know other demographics. We're not too concerned about other races. Um, Nas, I remember you think you you had said yeah, that. Yeah, one, most right? definitely. You know, uh, damn, I had another point, but I'm glad you brought that up. Um, when when that was mentioned, um, I really. Just, you know, I understood where she was coming from, but at the same time, I'm like, yo, we're all Africans, right? Like, a lot, we have a lot of friends that are Africans, 
By you default. know, so it, it, <laughs> we're going to have a lot of Africans. It's what it is. Like, you know, we're not just catering to Africans. It's just, it just that's who we are, you know? Um, and, you know, PVO, we were intentional about the name of the company, PVO Global, right? Like, so we're not just focused on Africa. We just happen to be Africans, right? But we're not just focused on Africa. We're focused on yeah. the whole globe and, you know, hopefully... The, you know, the goal is to have a PBO event in London and have it like all through Europe, right? And in, you know, Southern yeah. America and so on and so forth. And there's much bigger issues in the world, yeah. I know, but our first in a home, I know. The world, exactly, I know. exactly. That's a fact. That's yeah. a fact. Having the, our first international event in Nigeria um, and, then that, and then in Ghana was really, really key to us because that's where we're from. And then, you know, Walu, hopefully we have one in Malawi, you know. Uh, real soon, you know, gotta you know, hold you down as well. But sure. you know, so we just it's by default, you know. And to kind of, I don't want to like combat what she was saying, but to just kind of show like at least one event where you know there was a, like a good amount of you know other other cultures. A lot, a lot of diversity, diversity was people yeah. in LA. Right, PVLA, you know, that's brought right. out. you dropped that video yeah, yeah, too. Exactly. So, hopefully, hopefully people mm-hmm. saw that video mm-hmm. and that kind of canceled yeah, that, that misconception because that was definitely mm-hmm. a very diverse part. I mean, like, like to your point, Nas, I mean, PBO is for yeah, everybody, yeah. you know, and, and you know, all mm-hmm. none of us, you know, none of us discriminate any type of way, you know. We have friends. I mean, obviously, we have a lot of friends who are African because we're African, but a lot of our best friends, too, are, you know, African-American or Hispanic, you know, Asian. You know, I know Dario, your roommate from college, you know, he's Caucasian. So, you know, we... we, Exactly. (laughs) So so we try to bring out everybody, you know, so PBO certainly is for everybody. We want everybody to be involved and and, and partake in positivity. But what's the other misconception you wanted to talk about, Nelson? Oh, oh yeah. Um, So I I think Dario... Yeah, Chi, I think you mentioned that you know, one of your female friends was saying, like, yo, it's a lot of women that show up to the events, right? Um, but I've actually heard the opposite where, um, and it was, at, it was, it's funny, it's on Yvonne Orgy's podcast, Yvonne Orgy and Lovey. You know, they, Jesus, they have a Jesus dope podcast, Jaloff. Jesus yeah. Jaloff. Yeah, exactly. That's like one of my favorite podcasts. I listen to it all the time. So one episode, like one of their earlier episodes, I got super hype. I, you know, I hit everybody up that they mentioned our event. And I was telling them, like, yo, some girl called in or, like, emailed in or so asking a question, like, you know, lovey, dear lovey, dear Yvonne, you know, I'm, I'm having a hard time finding a great guy. You know, like, where can I go? What places should I visit? Like, or what should I do to find a really good guy? And Yvonne, you know, gave her this dope answer saying, like, yo, like, one of my really, really close friends, Dio, you know, has this event company. Like, I haven't been to it yet. You know, considering, you know, our, our schedules have been off, but every time I see it or every time I hear about it, I'm hearing like there's a lot of like great, you know, things for them, like a lot of great like men available, you know, and yeah, she's she like, did say that. Yeah, like, yeah, she did say that. So like she was saying, if you want a really, really good guy, you know, these guys are having events all around the globe, you know, all around the, you know, the country, you know, try, try to attend one of those events. And you know, hopefully you meet your husband. So <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. Now what I what and I tell shout, people shout out to I, them. and what I think we should just tell people is like, yo, just just come, come and see mm-hmm. for yourself. You know, because we 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 have all types of people at PBO, um, even you know, in terms of 
industries. You know, we have people from fashion, people from entertainment, you know, people from uh, people who study, who work in law, people who work in, in health, finance, you know, sports. You know, you, you never know who you might see at a PVO party. You know, you never know. So yeah. so I just tell people, like, you got to just come and see for yourself. But, you know, certainly PVO, PVO is for everybody. Yeah, I'll just piggyback yeah. on what you guys said. Pretty much everybody covered it. But basically, those are the things I say as well. That's, you know, that's easy. That is some big team behind it when we're literally the ones, you know, just plotting out everything and, you know, making it go. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then lastly, um, like, like, what I've noticed is whenever, like, we have the celebrities come out or the influencers come out, you know, the feedback I get from them afterwards is like, yo, like, this party was so fun like yeah. I haven't partied like this in so long because they're used to going to events and feeling like a fish in a fishbowl whereas when they come mm-hmm. to a PVO party you know they let their hair down and they go they go crazy yeah, on the they, dance floor yeah. so, shout so out like to they, Rennie absolutely man shout out to Rennie yeah, shout, yeah. Out, shout out to Notori I remember Notori saying you know after the brunch party we had you know she was like she left that party and she felt like it was a celebration of black excellence like that's mm. how she felt you know and that's and that's big praise, you know, so. Very big praise, that's all. But yeah, I mean, you know, just to, to, to close it out, I know we, we talk, I mean, we could talk about PBO forever, to be honest. I mean, we, we need like three, four hours to just really touch yeah. on every aspect of PBO, you know, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot more episodes to come and it's going to be a lot more interviews and we're going to be able to share more and more as we continue to evolve and continue to grow. Um, you know, but in the interest of time, you know, I think I think we shared a good amount, you know, about PVO. And, you know, I just want to say, um, you know, a big thank you, you know, especially to the people, you know, the people who support PVO, who supported PVO from day one, you know, because PVO, you know, would not be possible without the people. So I want to say a big thank you to the people, um, everybody who's worked at PVO, you know, from sponsors to to photographers to to DJs to, to venues. And, you know, I wish... You know, we had all the time in the world because I would literally, you know, name each and everybody, you know, but we can't. But I want to just say a big thank you to everybody who's really supported PBO. Um, and, you know, continue to support PBO. We got a lot of great stuff, you know, in the works. Um, you know, future's bright with PBO. You know, PBO's forever. PBO's the best party in the mm-hmm. world. You know, I truly mm-hmm. strongly believe that, you know, honestly. And, uh, you know, certainly, you know, a, a big a big, <laughs> a big, big part of what we do is giving back. You know, like Daya said, you know, we're really huge on philanthropy as well. You know, we're mm-hmm. not just partying, you know, just a party. We do party for a cause. You know, so a big shout-out to Distant Relatives, a big shout-out to African Health Now, a big shout-out to Cool Kids and everybody we worked with, you know, in, in that space. And, you know, we hope to work with many more organizations who are doing great things um, out here in the world. So... Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, before we go, you know, we got to talk about, we got to at least share the jam of the week, you know, as we always do. Um, I want to hear what you guys are listening to, you know, hopefully we inspire somebody else to go listen to that or whatever it is you feeling, they feel that too. So, um, you know, Walu, what you been listening to this week? What's the jam of the week? Uh, my jam of the week right now is, uh, Gunna Skybox. Oh! Yo, Gunna, he just dropped a new album, right? Yeah, I, I haven't checked it out yet, but I'm about to. But the, the Skybox is still getting played. Okay. Playlist. Okay, okay. Nas, what you got? Man, listen, bro. I've been listening to this kid for a while. Um, straight from New York. Uh, his name is J.I. The Prince. He got a song called Need Me. 
And um, what really caught my eye, it's funny because like I was deep in Bushwick. And I, I, he's Spanish, he gotta be Spanish, but anybody that knows Bushwick is a Spanish, you know, little section of, of Brooklyn. So I just hear this car blasting this song with this with the uh, Jay-Z and Maya um, uh, uh, sample, Best of Me, you know. And if anybody knows that song, and that song is like legendary. So I hear the beat, but I hear somebody else rapping over it. I'm like, yo, who is trying to spoil this record? But it was Jay out of Prince and it was killing it. And so the fact that this young kid is, you know, took this great sample, the best of me, and infused it with like some reggae as well. Like a lot of the beats, um, you know, came from like the reggae side. And he just kind of added this new era, like this new style of like, you know, rap, rapping and singing. You know, it just worked. And, you know, it's, uh, and he's just talking his shit, man. It's like, uh, it's, it's the great, it's like a great, like, Brooklyn. When I when I when I listen to it, I feel like, you know, I'm in like a great summer Brooklyn backyard, you know, uh, barbecue. Yo. You know, like. Um, nah, you, you put know, that on the playlist, shit. right? Yeah, yeah, I did. I put it on. I, I downloaded. That's on my playlist. That joint bangs, Dope. man. That, that thing Word rings word. off. I'm like, yo, I forget. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, bro. Yeah. That thing rings off. Yeah, nah, yeah. It rings off. So yeah, so you know, I, I love like hearing new artists that you know have their own sound, but also pay homage to like our generation, right? Like TV yeah. and you know and, and all that. So that's on okay. fire. Okay, Dyer, what you listen to? Yo, I, I guess I'm slow jamming it two weeks in a row, man. Uh, <laughs> yo, there's this, y'all know her. I fuck with her heavy, man. She got, she has this record called Sometimes. And the okay. first, the first time I heard, yeah, amazing. Sometimes, man. It sounds like, it sounds like some kind of, some kind of modern Negro spiritual, man. But it's basically, like, the first time I heard it, she performed it, I want to say at the Grammys. The last Grammy she performed it. And she's amazing. She can play the piano. She can play the guitar. She, she like, she's a real deal. But basically, the song is just like about how sometimes shit don't go your way. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you can make all the best plans and, and it just doesn't, it, it, does, it just doesn't go your way. But that might be the way it was supposed to have been. Like, you can, sometimes the best lessons learned in life come from when things don't go your way and you have to figure your way out. You Then you really learn how strong you are, kind of situation like that. So... I mean, with COVID and, the, and, and all that's going on right now, it just feels very timely too, you know, that like, you know, whatever kind of plans you guys have for 2020 it didn't, and it didn't go your way, like maybe there was a reason behind that. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely one of those people that believes everything happens for a reason and at the right time. So, so for the things in your life that didn't go the right way right now, like, you know, just know that a better, a bigger, better door is opening just around the corner. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, I'm with you, man. This week, uh, I've been on the slow jams, too. You know, this week, I had to kind of, you know, get in the zone and, you know, get in my bag, get in my oldies bag. So, Dig through the crates. So, 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 my, <laughs> so my song of the week is uh, it's Quincy Jones. Um, it's called Secret Garden. Y'all got to listen to that. It's called Secret Garden. Um, it's with Barry White and uh, I'll Be Sure. And you know it's 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 a mood. You know it's 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 sexy. It's it's, it's love. I mean it's a beautiful song, man. Of course, Secret Garden. You make make sure y'all check that out, man. But that's that's what I've been vibing to. I'm gonna switch it up uh, tomorrow when we when we get to the verses. The 112 jagged edge. You know I'm I'm all the way team 112. <laughs> so, so we gonna get into that. 112 song could uh could like beat out. Um, let's get married, though. Especially the remix. 
Um, like, I, I'm team 112 too, yeah. but it's just like that. They got that. I mean, one let's just, let's, let's, nah, let's get married. That 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 hey, specific round. Let's get married. You know, they're probably gonna Sheesh. win that round. They dropped that. You know, gotcha. they're they gonna yeah, win about, that round. What about where the party is? I mean, that, Ooh, that where the party two. at? Hey. That like round two. Like, nah. <laughs> yeah, yo, Jack, Ed's got some bangers. But, like, maybe, I thought you'd say 112 because, you know, they're East Coast. Oh, 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 yeah. I mean, they both, I think they both, they both from Atlanta, right? I think Jack Is 112 Atlanta? I thought 112 I think, was, like, New York. I thought they were, like, East Coast guys. I no? thought they were not, New York, too. Nah, they, just because they were signed to Bad Boys. Nah, I think, know? I think they, I mean, they signed to Bad Boy, but I think 112 came oh. from, the name came from Room 112, oh. which is down in Atlanta. Yeah, so, so I think I think um, I think they're both from Atlanta, but I mean, one twelve got a lot of hits, man. They got a lot of hits. I mean, a lot of stuff they did with Biggie. You know, I mean, they drop they drop only they could drop only you the remix with Biggie and Mace. You know, yeah, they got a lot of songs they, with Puff they, too. They could drop peaches and cream. You know, peaches and cream. You know, they could drop. We could we could we could we could do it. We could do it anywhere. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, we oh, miss. we can do it. They can do a middle school, middle school bumping that, you know what I'm saying? Elementary school, everywhere. They're about to pour some hypnotics for that one. Well, I'm going to say you're going to pour some hypnotics. Incredible. Yeah. Nah, 112, you're right, bro. It's going to be a great battle. All right, so, you know, like we always do, like we did last week, we're going to have a good, the bad, and the positive. I think I think Nas got a good one, so yeah, man. you know, let's let's hear what you got, Nas. Yeah, man. So for my good for this week, it ain't really about me. It's it's more about like my little cousin. You know, I, I call him my light skinned twin because like you know he's about six five as well. We both really tall, um, but he just recently graduated from college, and you know, graduation took place this month. A lot of people graduated, and you know, prior to leading up to you know March, like. Or, or spring, no one knew like graduation will take place the way it took place remotely or virtually, you know. So, um, with it, seeing him, like, so the family did like a Zoom, you know, for him, and everybody chimed in. Everybody, it was probably like 200 plus people in there, and you know, he got emotional, and it was just a great feeling, you know. Um, right. Shout out to his family because they mocked, they did a mock graduation where he had his gown on, he got his diploma. His sister kind of like read a commencement speech and all like it was it was the whole nine and it was beautiful. And uh, to just add to that, um, he's graduating, you know, with a degree in business um, and risk management. And, you know, it's great because my partner, Chi, you know, is graduated with a degree in risk and like has reached like the highest level you know, one could reach within that field. So I was able nah, So it's always higher, yeah, baby, but yeah, I appreciate Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> one is always higher, it's always higher. But the thing is like, it's funny because I've been trying to get Chi to quit for so long. I, I tell Chi all the time, like, yo, you're gonna quit your job to work for PVO full time one day, bro. One day, but until that day- God willing, yeah, man, God, God, willing, willing. God willing. But until that day, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, but you know, I was, willing, I was able to connect the two and at the very least, you know, Chi was like, yo, I'll be a mentor for him to help him, you know, through. Yeah, I spoke know, so. to him. Yeah, so, yeah, so that's yeah, my Yeah, I spoke good. to him. We, you, we, we, yeah, he called me, we, he called me, man. We had a good conversation. Yeah. You know, um, he's got a good head on his shoulders, yeah. man. So, yeah, I gave him some guidance and, you know, gave him some homework. He got to get back to me on, so. 
Okay. Anybody got a got a bad or a positive they want to share? I got a um. I got I a bad. Kinda, I kind of got, got one. Okay, I, there uh, we go, Walu. Nah, I was. I don't know. If you might want to. I be kind of keeping personal, too close. Hey, you know man, what I'm saying? Personal off off the joint. So maybe I might. I'm, I'm a little skittish about putting it out there. Okay, okay. My uh, my girl. Nah, put, now, I don't be talking. You know that person. Put it, but, put it. Huh? It's all good. It's all good. So, uh, now what? Now my, not good. Now my, my girl ahead, just graduated from uh, med school as well. Oh, woo! So, yeah, okay. Okay. Oh, shout out to her. Shout out to her. She's officially, shout she's out officially to her. a doctor. Yeah. We got we got a PVO doctor oh, in the building. Shout out to her. <laughs> yeah, man. It's so, amazing. My, my man Walu yeah. secured the bag. You got to get that ring. Hey, he like has to do a little right. home. Yeah, nah, nah. Have to do a little home ceremony. You know what I'm saying? She's there. Fire, bro. Live stream it and everything. That's what's up. Congrats. Yeah, that's super good. Shout out to everybody who yeah. graduated, you know, and, and stayed positive during yeah. this time. Yeah, they honestly. found a silver lining. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Man, it's, it's crazy out there. Okay, okay. Dal, you got anything? You got any good, bad, pot? Listen, I, I love to hear all good stuff, man, so don't be shy with the good stuff. Hey, man, uh, <laughs> keep it a buck. Yeah, just all good, man. No, no negative at all this week. You know, for me, sometimes it just comes down to the simple things in life, man, you know? Um, just, I enjoy the fact, you know, I got my limbs, I can go for a run, I can go do, you know, whatever I want to do, enjoy mm-hmm. the sun out there, you know, just enjoy some good old vitamin D, you know. Pause. Pause. bucko. We had to do it, we had to do it. Um, but yeah, you know, just the look you on know, being face. out there and just enjoying, you know, the nature, man. And, and one thing I've noticed is just that, you know, being out there and going on a run every day, you know, people are in good spirits for the most part. It's like this whole COVID thing just made people hit the reset button, you know? Um, you know, obviously, aside from all the crazy yeah. stuff going on with, you know, the police getting, you know, killing killing black folks out there. For the yeah. most part, people have been in good spirits, you know? So I'm happy about yeah. that. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. happy that, dope, dope. yeah, we're, we're, we're good in these streets. Okay. Now, I got a, I got a, I actually got a good, bad, and positive. I'm going to keep it very brief, though, but... Um, I saw with the, the the bad first, right? The bad is, you know, I'm still not running mm. at this point in time. My legs are not where it needs to be for me to run. Um, the good is, you know, I probably had my best week riding my bike this week, mm. you know, and I and I rode in a couple of different directions. So, you know, the the positive, the key positive is, uh, I found this new vegan restaurant too, mm. you know, from 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 riding my bike. So I started to ride my bike to the restaurant. I did that twice this week. It's like a 45-minute bike ride, mm. you know, to the restaurant, and then you know, I ride bike ride, ride back as well. Yeah. So um, that's a positive. So that's my good, bad, and positive oh, this week. That's dope. That's dope. Um, I, I actually got a bad or positive. I, I keep it short, man. But, like, this this uh, this month's my, my pop's birthday month, you know, and, you know, if COVID or corona never happened, he'd be in the States. My dad lives in Nigeria. So I was really looking forward, you know, to seeing him and being around him. Like, you know, he's he's back and forth. Um, so yeah, so I, I'm missing him right now, but I guess the silver lining, the positive in it is, you know, you know, I WhatsApp him, you know, our fit like I, or our FaceTime him, you know, so the conversations have been really, really great over the FaceTime and, and, and I'm making, you know, milestone, you know, um, I'm making milestones in, in my life, my, my career, um, in, in my entrepreneurship. So it's like I'm able to show him and talk to him, and you know. Um, so like that's the silver lining. And that's that's the dope. So, yeah. That's dope. That's beautiful. Okay. 
But yeah, man, so that's 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 what's lined up. So, you know, everybody stay safe out there. You know, enjoy wherever you at. Stay safe. Keep your face mask on. Um, you know, have fun and positive vibes only. Yes, sir. Positive vibes only. And remember, people, if it's not positive, we don't want it. Nope. We hate nope. it. Thank you. Get it out of here. Nope. Positive vibes only.